Welcome to another episode of Booklings. In the past few episodes, we've discussed a couple of new romance books, but in this episode, we'll be discussing one of our longtime favorites, and it's in fact one of the first paranormal romance books that we've ever read. Additionally, because we felt that this was such an important event, uh, my sister will be doing uh, this episode from the, is that the beach? Are you are you currently at the beach? So I know that it doesn't look real, but this is not a virtual background. Mm. Can you remove <laughs> the green screen, please? Yeah, later I'll remove the green screen. Um, anyway, this is dedicated to our favorite book. <laughs> That's yep. why I had to shoot on location. Yeah, it's uh, uh, it's important enough for you to go all the way there. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm gonna make sure that um. Later, I'll show proof that this is real. You'll see passers, passerby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if you're listening to this on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts. Oh, there. Oh, there, there's there. One there. You, you can't yeah. see it, but there's a photo bomber right now. Yeah. Um, you'll be able to see it on the YouTube channel or on the Instagram account or the TikTok. Yes. Yeah. So that was just a subtle plug. Uh, please follow <laughs> Booklinks Podcast. Yeah, um, we're known for our subtlety, I remember. Indeed. So uh, we're going to talk to you about one of the greatest books uh, we've ever read. And I that sounds sarcastic, but honestly, it's so enjoyable and I really love yes. it. Uh, Seize the Night by Sherilyn Kenyon. So. Yeah, excuse our, our tone. It sounds sarcastic, but it's because it's early morning. I mean, at least for me. Yeah. So... Excuse but me, I've slept sound... three hours. I have slept three <laughs> yeah. hours. We're going to sound more monotone than usual, but it's yeah. really not on purpose. It's just that we lack sleep. As we always. But before we go for a deep dive into the book. Uh... <laughs> I feel like this is rehearsed. <laughs> yeah, the, there's a, the, the, the passerby is being obtrusive. I'm, I'm kidding. So... Before we go for a deep dive into the book, we're going to talk about the latest book that we read, just to show you our varied interests. How are you? Hi, Dad. miss you. <laughs> yeah. Miss you, yeah, sadly, we know this photo bomber. <laughs> uh, it is unfortunate. <laughs> okay, so uh, we want to talk to you a little bit about the books that we've been reading or have just finished just to show you our varied interests and that we do in fact still read books and we don't just read like uh, the synopsis on Goodreads. So um, do you want to tell us the latest book you read? Yes, yeah, so I'm embarrassed because I already know his lie. It sounds so educational or intellectual, but mine was um, Getaway Girl by Tessa Bailey. <laughs> which oh, is I'm, I, I'm pretty sure yeah yeah i think I people have heard of one. that author yeah i thought you were reading something else no i finished that so I finished what was the other before. one the other one was <laughs> yes yeah, wow you really needed to to make me yeah. say it um yeah. so it's ravished by amanda quick you can oh watch her on pornhub <laughs> just kidding <laughs> we no, so to say she's pornhub? an actual <laughs> Yeah, I don't think we are. So <laughs> no, we're not. We're allowed. It's fine. No, but free, basically, free the nipple, you know. Yeah, contrary to her name, she's actually a historical romance author, and I not, refuse. Yeah, I refuse to believe that. <laughs> yeah, she's she's actually a reputable one. <laughs> okay, sure, sure. You know, yeah, Lisa I mean, Claypass. Now that's the historical romance name. You know. Yeah. Like. Um, because you, you need a historical romance name. Yeah, like Julie Garwood. That's oh my definitely I, historical. Beautiful. Romance. I can already see the Scottish Highlands. Yeah, I can see the castle. Stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, and Julia then, Quinn. So what's yours? Uh, so, I, so the book that I just finished and then the book that I'm currently reading, I'll tell you about that. So the book that I just finished is um, Black Hawk Down, A Modern War by Mark Bowden. Or yeah, that's the fake book that you read. So it was really great because I, one, that was one of the first movies I've ever seen. Uh, oh, the internet is unstable. Really? Okay. It's, it's okay on my end. Hold on. 
Okay, yeah. Yeah, so, so, that, so that this is the, the downside. The downside of recording at the beach. Um, my internet is going <laughs> unstable. It's worth, it. it's worth it. So that was one of the first movies I've ever I, I, I'd ever seen. So it was really great to read the source material. And then the book that I'm currently reading is The Heart Principle by Helen Hong. So I read her two previous books and they were really great. Uh, I love that she always covers uh, Asian characters and that most of the characters, or there's always at least one protagonist in her books who is on the spectrum, like autism spectrum. And I always find that interesting and the way she includes romance in that is very natural and very real. So, so far, the hard principle, I mean, you know, we might even discuss it in a future episode, but so far it's good. Not as good as her first book though. So, yeah. Um, so yeah. Okay, that's, so now. That's our interest. Yes, so now we're going to the most exciting bit. Our mm. favorite, one of our favorite authors for sure. And she was our entry point to paranormal romance. I mean, I actually mm. regret that I that we discovered her too late in my life <laughs> to be um, fair to be fair on for me at least when i discovered her i was 13 so no that's exactly why i feel yeah. foolish for not even you know hearing about her well work during your before. time during your time there was <laughs> yes good during my time we had to there go through the, the newspaper <laughs> yeah there wasn't the internet you know, like, we had to go to this place called the bookstore or the, library. No, the, the printing press was only available in certain countries in Europe, right? Yes, like, and they only um, published once a month. Oh, yeah. That's, I mean, in yeah. that case, you, you, that's not your fault. That's the limitations of your generation's technology. Yeah, like you'll see the brown paper would be clasped with the rope. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was on the, the That's, that's what you call the, no, 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 the, the book binding. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't think I've had a physical book in like a year. <laughs> like, I don't think I've, I've held I, I'm the with same, the paper so, and stuff. So I'm uh, guilty of what I do is I actually um, buy books because I really like the covers and then I read it on my iPad because um, GN always scolds me that I destroy or hate destroy. books because you, you I, love no, 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 I love highlighting. No, no, I love highlighting. Dog ear. And I dog really here, of course, because bookmarks are just a hassle Insane. to find. Insane. And then no. and then I fold it as if it's note. <laughs> so, why, but why I bother? Why bother owning a book? Because you. I mean, how GN opens it. I mean, I wish. Uh, yeah. So for those who watch the YouTube, he opens it like this, wherein like he has to kind of put I, his one eye inside yeah. the book. You shouldn't crease the spine. Wait, hold on. I think yeah, I have a that. Book. No, no, no. Actually, that's why he doesn't know a lot of the plot points. <laughs> the reason is because he won't open the book fully. So, so you know I, how the other episodes, you'll find that he didn't even know um, the character was blind. <laughs> so maybe that's the reason. Okay, so that, that's actually a great segue because um, I, had a, I have a guilty admission about Seize the Night. Um, Oh, we didn't even uh, announce that that was yeah. the book that you're No, I announced it earlier. Oh, okay. But, it. Uh, so it's uh, Seize the Night by Sharon Kenyon. Fantastic book. But before I go into uh, more detail, so the... Yeah, so I, share, I reread this. share your stupidity. <laughs> I had reread this book uh, a multitude of times. It's one of the few books that I can tolerate rereading. And you might think, okay, that means he really knows the book. Thank you. Uh, so the main character of the book, there are two main characters. There's uh, um, Tabitha Devereaux, and she is a vampire hunter in the 21st century uh, in New Orleans. And then the other main character is, is an immortal vampire named Valerius, and he was a Roman general back in the day, right? So everything makes sense. And it, it was... Mm -hmm. it, and keep in mind, so I read this book back in... 2013 like first and then since then I've reread it a, a ton of times and I literally only realized recently the reason for the title because carpe diem which means seize the day and then I realized wait seize the night is a reference to seize the day but it's night because he's a vampire 
Yes, and he told me this um, like as I was about to sleep and I couldn't let him get away with this because I was like, what were you thinking this entire time? That Like, what was the book about? Because, no, because they were pretty, was... no, like, mind you, the first few pages, it was already pretty clear that Latin was a big part of it, like had their connection. And then this fool who's read it several times, which he doesn't do for most books. Yeah. But of course, this, he only realized it as we were, as we discussed, like we're going to talk about this book in the podcast. And then he had like this epiphany and he had to call me like, I know now why the book is called Seize the Night. Because it's at nighttime, but they're Latin. So it's carpe diem. I was just like, what were you thinking? Like in the book, they do say carpe diem. Like that's the sad part. Okay. If it was, it's one thing if it was subtle, but no, 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 no. Sherilyn gave you everything. <laughs> I, I think like, the worst part is I I know a lot of Latin. That's I think that's the worst. If I didn't know the word carpe diem. And a bunch you don't of even ones. know. You can't say you know a lot of Latin no, compared no, no, because, to this book. Like no, no, no. But what I mean is like, it's like not you know like Latin enough. First. Yeah, you know Latin yeah. enough that Carpe Diem is pretty much exactly. You know, like it's not my first. In, it's, like, it's said not by this is the first time I've ever seen Carpe Diem yeah, or any Latin words. It's pretty much right? said by anyone who wants to be intellectual. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But no, still, be- like I'm ha- here to have fun. Or yeah, it's no, gonna be on your tattoo, and it's gonna be misspelled incorrectly. No, because I, I was I remember I was watching uh one of the reasons why I realized this uh thing about the book, I was watching a movie and there was something in Latin, and then I I said the meaning of it. I, I, I think it was Veritas, and then so I I said the meaning or something, and then and then my friend asked me, oh, what other Latin do? You? And I was like, well, you know, there's that famous one, Carpe Diem. And then, and then I stopped. I'm like, hey, hold on. Seize the night. Uh-uh. This is, it, that's the stupid thing is because it was pretty obvious. So I never even thought to discuss this as a main thing for the podcast. But because it wasn't apparently, you know, it was too subtle. Uh, like he, so that's the end of the episode. Uh, yes. And thank you so much. Please follow that's us. That's why I, yeah, and that's why I also asked him, um, so do you know why Julia Quinn's novel is called Just Like Heaven? <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm just not sure if you got that. <laughs> so that's another book that I would suggest to, podcast, to, re- to know yeah, that I would I suggest that book. Yeah. I'm flipping her off. Yeah. Yes, but okay. let's go into the book. Let's go to the actual <laughs> uh, book. <laughs> so uh, I mentioned that it's about a vampire hunter, but what I think one of the great things about this is this is like, um, this is not even, this is past the seventh book in the series because it was part of the Dark Hunter series. So it's part of a very large series. There's a lot of world building beforehand, but it never feels like you are uh, experiencing an info dump or an exposition dump. Yeah, yeah. The author, Sherilyn Kenyon, one of her great specialties is she makes each of her books, even if it's in a long, long series, feel like a standalone. Like yes. you get to know these characters outside of their appearances in other books. And, and it's more like if you read the other books, then you just have a greater appreciation for some minute details, but yeah. it's not necessary. So, for example, I actually read uh, another book, which was after this, it was The Guardian. And and then I read this, and both of and those that's books I think are much really later. Late. Much I think later. it's like an eight book gap. Oh uh, yeah, and and yet I could understand everything, and that's what yeah. made me go back to the beginning and read from yeah. book one, and it just made me appreciate the series so much more. Um, yeah. and also like I think we discussed this in previous episodes. It's what um a lot of the authors kind of fall mm. into this trap where it's a standalone book. They yeah but it's a it's a huge world setting so yeah. what they tend to do is overload you with the information mm. info dump and yeah. yeah so and with this one um it's very subtle because you even if you didn't read any of the previous books or um you know just the world in general you you have that idea of mm. okay oh so this is yeah asheron 
like we know him like yeah. <laughs> it's as if like yeah like he was in the previous book even if this was technically our first um mm-hmm. intro to Sherilyn Kenyon so we hadn't even read anything beforehand mm-hmm. which i think was great because this was this really set the tone because the previous book with um Tabitha's sister was really crap i mean it's that was because the, of the writing that was basically the first book actually no the first oh. book was with sunshine no, 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 no. Sunshine is after Amanda. No, not Sunshine. Um, you know the first Dark Hunter. I can't no, remember his name. No, no, no. But that was a novella. Yeah, but so. it was her first, though. That was the first yeah. one. Yeah, it's, it counts as Julian. Like, yeah. No, not Julian. I'm thinking about Julian. the other guy, like the one who had all the powers, basically blessed no, no, that, by you're, Artemis. You're thinking, no, you're thinking about Talon and Sunshine, but Talon and Sunshine was the third book. Oh, it was. Yeah, oh, then it it's Julian. Okay, so yeah. whichever. But um, the book before was like Amanda um, and what's his name? Kyrian? Kyrian. Kyrian. Yeah, so even his name is, you know, you, you can tell he's an asshole. Are you, are you judging him based on <laughs> I'm so sorry to people named Kyrian. But I mean, how who named many? You? Who named how you? many? Yeah, how many are named Kyrian at this <laughs> day and age? And like, then we'll see like a bunch of people. Yeah. No, genuinely, like I think three people listen to this podcast, and if one of you is named Kyrian, yeah, what are so you sorry. doing? <laughs> Just oh, get out. We went the opposite. Yeah, we no, went no, the opposite no. direction. Stop watching, bro. Like it's it, this ain't for you. We're not gonna change our mind on this. <laughs> yeah. So, and the the crazy thing is that with. With that one, I mean, if I had read that the first, mm. um, if I had read that first, I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't, wouldn't continue, continue because wouldn't continue. because I hated the character so mm. much. So the so writing much. was great. Um, mm. Even the plot was really interesting. It's just that they were the worst characters. I mean, of course, Absolutely Nick terrible. takes the cake. <laughs> that has to be the slogan here. Um, Nick is the worst. Yeah. But these two come a close second. And even in Tabitha's perspective, like you can see how much she loved her sister, but yeah, her twin was just a bitch. Just a massive bitch. Yeah, because it was so, it was even so unreasonable how much people were on this guy's side. Because Valerius, like literally everyone knew that he was a kid. Okay, well, so I think we need to explain a little bit. Um, So before we explain the minutiae of the plot, I want to talk to you about the setting because I think that's one of the main reasons I started reading these books and why I continue to read it because it's it's very easy to make a vampire book. It's very easy to go with the usual tropes like, oh, he can't go to sun, he can't see the sunlight. Simple, right? Like, okay, he, their Dracula is like one of the oldest vampires, whatever. You know, it's it's fine, it's fine, but it's a bit boring i'm falling asleep you know uh sherilyn kenyon did not uh sleep on the job she did her homework because the way she introduces the concept of vampires is fantastic okay so essentially uh um the vampires are called most vampires they're called daemons and and they were created uh because of the greek gods so the story is um one of one of the gods, he had a bunch of illegitimate children, and he wanted the illegitimate children to continue to live, right? And so he did a bunch of like magic or whatever, and basically these his children at the age of I think twenty seven. Twenty seven, yeah. Twenty seven, yeah. They have the option to either die or begin mm-hmm. sucking the soul out of people. And that's what makes them into proper vampires, right? Um, and the problem was they started to uh, kill more people than they could than they could be born. They need like, it, yeah. Yeah, so it's like the Malthusian dilemma and all that stuff. And so the gods, they were like, yo, that's not good. Let's figure out a way to control the population without just outright killing all of them. Because that's kind of mean, I guess. And so Artemis, and I'm talking about the Greek goddess Artemis, goddess of the hunt, goddess of the lesbians. <laughs> but no, that's it. on Tumblr. That's what they call her. No, I know. Like, she's uh, literally on every lesbian tattoo. Artist. I know, and she's like, awesome. She is awesome. I understand. But uh, so Artemis, she figured. So she came up with a plan. Um, basically, 
the way she does it is um, she finds like warriors or people who are killed tragically um, throughout points in history. And then she gives them an option. Either they can live forever, like as an immortal warrior who kills the evil demons, uh, or they can just die. So obviously, pretty much all of them choose to become an immortal warrior. The problem is yeah, they and, basically and also become the... vampires as a result. They can't see sunlight. Now, there's a there's very good reason why they can't see sunlight. And uh, it's also related to Greek gods. So Apollo, one of Apollo's kids. I mean, are we going to go through a history lesson? Even Sherilyn didn't go too much no, into detail on this. So, so I just want to explain why they can't go into sunlight. So yeah, Apollo, so he knows this detail, yeah. but he doesn't know what carpe diem is. <laughs> I know what carpe diem is. I just did not, did not connect to me. Maybe if the title was also no, like no, no. Car, carpe. Just continue your, carpe just continue your lecture. Let's, let's um, stop that. So Apollo, one of his kids was killed by these demons. So he's really angry. So since he's the god of the sun or whatever, every time a demon, you know, leaves, like uh, touches sunlight, and kills them immediately but unfortunately you that applies need to the dark to stop hunters as swearing well. on this podcast <laughs> it's fine it's fine i'm editing it and so it, it kills the daemon immediately but it also applies to the dark hunters so that's the background and basically it's after reading as many vampire books as we have i think we can definitively say this is the most creative introduction of vampires ever Right. Yeah, and so the other thing that he forgot to mention, so usually when those um, kind of those heroes or whatever you would like to call them, they die, they do call, they have to call out to Artemis. So mm-hmm. they already knew that they know that um, with her, like there's a chance for revival and revenge. Like that's really, I think that's why Gian really loved this concept because literally all of them wanted revenge like that's how they got the immortality it was based on that concept which i think is pretty cool because um you still see how well you can just be you can just want to kill someone and still be a good person (laughs) so it's it's really an interesting thing i mean with sherilyn kenyon the the funny thing is it's like sure that their backstory or what they went through was so awful for them to deserve true love <laughs> like that yeah. that's the requirement and and it's really true love i mean except you know amanda and gary and like let's just let's not call that true love because i mean even later on like even with tabitha's book with the seize the night you kind of yeah. see their issues in their relationship which is funny because you know every other couple that you know are mentioned in other books you don't see that as much as with amanda and karen so so i feel like kenyan also hates them and yeah, that's I, why... I think she has a love-hate relationship with them yeah i think, I think she, she has a soft spot for them because they're like one of the couples that made her famous um, yeah but then she also realizes that amanda is a bitch <laughs> no so, but yeah. the yeah that i think it's really um great because it's similar to how why i enjoy nora roberts because her characters are not the same and she has written so many books yeah. <laughs> and you know sometimes there are like you of course if you continuously read her you know if you do it in one go then you will see similar plot points but they always with, have a cute dog <laughs> yeah that's why i love her she loves yeah. dogs. I'm not complaining about that plot point, at least. Yeah. Uh, that part is pretty good. Well, in some cases, there's not a dog, but usually there, yeah, it's in most of the stories. Um, but but the great thing is that there's really very a variation of characters. So, and then with Kenyon, like the character development is amazing because mm-hmm. you really Beautiful. see how, yeah, you really see how their relationship develops like it's not even those insta love sort of thing and it's not slow burn either i think it's complete like it's just the right pace yeah she is so good at pacing because she never forgets that there's an overarching plot but then at the same time she knows that we're here for the smut like we yeah i think (laughs) she she knows we're here for the love you know yeah i think it's the perfect amount for us yeah i think because it's it's what we're 
Yeah, it's what oh. we're looking for. It's not so ideal. And at the same time, like, like don't don't make me find out you get together at the end of the book, which I've, yeah. you know, I've read so many like that, which yes. really pisses me off. But this one, uh, like, it's instant attraction, but the love, you know, it's natural. It's a natural progression. Ooh, well, I think instant attraction. Well, let's talk about that. Um, okay. So, uh my sister alluded yeah, let, to it let's, earlier. Let's just not discuss my dating past. <laughs> yeah, well, no, 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 not about that. Um, okay. Because you don't have a past. It's, uh, yeah. it, you have nothing. But okay. so my sister alluded to this earlier. Uh, but she mentioned uh, Amanda and Kyrian and Kyrian hating Valerius. The reason why is because uh, mm. the siblings of Valerius. Yes. Who are all, who also torture They're twins. Them, by the way. Oh, sorry. No, yeah, Valerius. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. They just brothers. look a lot alike. No, I thought we were talking about yeah. um, Tabitha and Amanda. Yeah, the siblings of Valerius, his older brothers, uh, actually killed Kyrian and, uh, well, they tortured Kyrian and killed him. They tortured but, and they slept with his wife. Like, yeah. he, yeah. Uh, so so he they, has. And they look very similar to Valerius. Um, yeah. However, Kyrian, after a while, after a couple hundred years uh, learns that that was not Valerius who did that those were his older brothers and that he was a child at the time so but he for some reason still hates him and wait did he it, not know in the beginning because I no, think no, no, no. They... he didn't he didn't know when Valerius was first made a dark hunter but oh okay right but right, right. After a while, everyone learned that. Yeah, but in Seize the Night, he knew already. In right? Seize the Night, everyone knew already. Yeah. So yeah, it was so that, completely stupid. Yeah. And also, like, I think that would be the one flaw, and that's me nitpicking that I found in the book, which mm. was, or at least in the series, was how people loved Kyrian so much. And I just didn't get it because he was so arrogant. Like, I mean, his description of Valerius, like, that was him. Like how yeah. he thought Valerius was and how everyone was towards Valerius. Like Valerius is actually really kind. And he's just, you know, it, it just so happens that he's perfect. Like he yeah. looks perfect and people just hate on that. <laughs> I, think I, think, that I think that's my that's my theory of why. Because it made no sense. Everyone knew the history. Like, and that's what I loved about Tabitha. She was like, that wasn't you though. So what's your issue? Like yeah. she was really straight on like, dude, chill. And like, she got mad at Kyrian and Amanda. Like, they, uh, I remember this one scene. I, I still love this. Like, I actually haven't reread it in a while, but I still remember the scene where Kyrian is saying he's he's a he's a monster. Like, uh, he he's an asshole. And then and then she's and then she says to him, you know, Valeri- you know that Valerius was a kid at that time. So so what did you did you lay down and let him nail you? <laughs> like, did you let a five year old like <laughs> um kill you? <laughs> you know it was so stupid because like yeah no seriously it's not like he helped you crucify you, you know like uh, it's so ridiculous. But um I think the if people are wondering what Valerius is like, uh have you heard of a man called Mister Darcy? Mm, exactly right. he's literally mr darcy there's yeah i think all of the books that i really like like with the heroes they have a lot of mr. similarities darcy. with mr I, darcy i think i go for the byronic hero a bit more yeah 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 so no, i like because i i really like the the backstory you know they they just mm. can't understand themselves but yeah. no i'm perfect like it's just yeah. that contrast. Yes. So I, I do enjoy that because his emotional IQ is, is quite hilarious. Zero. Like zero. with Valeria's tragic past, he associates um his it's literally like he follows an every Roman I <laughs> idiom. Yeah. Like, like no yeah. good deed goes unpunished. Like those concepts to him. It's yeah. like, yeah, like I'm not, I can't be nice. I'm gonna kill them. Like, and then everyone's yeah. like, "Dude, like, explain the situation. You didn't do anything." Yeah. But he always assumes it's him because he has his self hatred. I mean, 
I wonder why with his past, like his brothers were the one who murdered him and yeah. <laughs> everything. But yeah. yeah. So well, okay. I think this entire episode is spo- a spoiler alert. So I'm not gonna bother. Like, I mean, it's not of... even yeah. It's yeah. not even a spoiler alert, really. Yeah. I mean, it? because it's in the beginning. Like yeah. No, it wasn't revealed that his brothers killed him till later on. I just read the book. It was pretty early on. Like with Tabitha. No, like with, with discussed... Tabitha, but they already they were already hooking up. That's what I mean. Right. <laughs> so that doesn't count. No, but what I mean is like that's not the beginning. Because the beginning, Tab- the first time they meet, Tabitha stabs him, which is just oof, yeah. a lo- delicious yeah, the, romance. She loves enemies that to lovers. Enemies mm. to lovers. You know, he almost yeah. died. Oh, like, yeah, I wonder why Jean hasn't found his true love because someone hasn't stabbed him. They're cowards. What can I say? Yeah, man up, so woman ladies, up, and stab me. So ladies, please, <laughs> please stab me. Yeah, but make sure to buy him a new Armani suit. <laughs> so that's the story. Sure. Basically, that's what I think Jean really loves about Valerius. He's always in Im- immaculate suits <laughs> and it's all you know the designer brands mm-hmm. and Tabitha buys a new pair because she felt guilty well I stabbed you so the least I can do is buy a very similar <laughs> suit yeah I, I, which I, I think I which I think is true love like that's so sweet <laughs> yeah I mean you know I'm just saying if if someone stabbed if my wife stabbed me uh, I wouldn't I would be surprised she bought me a suit um, you'd afterwards. still be surprised wow <laughs> yeah i would be surprised i'm not gonna lie if she uh, bought so, me a suit so that's another thing that i love about sherlyn kenyon they're all rich like i don't want reality to enter yeah. into any situation mm-hmm. i think that's what i hate about you know most books like they're really guilty of kind of they think that for it to be realistic they have to fall into their the certain income bracket which i find ridiculous because why can't rich people have love <laughs> you know and that's a quote right there yeah. why can't yeah. rich people find love i, I mean yeah. i'm okay with jeff bezos never finding love <laughs> no, no, no. he's found it you know with his new mistress <laughs> His new I mean, mistress was gonna leave him for Leo, but all right. yeah, yeah, the the memes. No, but she's too old know. for Leo. Yeah, if, yeah, if you're over twenty five, over yeah, exactly. I was gonna say if you're over twenty five, yeah. I think the Blake, only one Blake that was Blake, the oldest. Oh my god, stop finishing! Yeah, it's, it's, don't say so, anything. Yeah. I know it. Yeah, so Blake was the history. only exception, and you know what? She, it's she's rightfully the only exception. I, I mean, think- Giselle let's not count her because you know he was I mean, still young <laughs> yeah i think i mean giselle i don't i don't know i, just, I think they started dating when she was younger though so yeah. it makes sense but he they was were, also younger like they're around the same yeah age. yeah but close I'm, i mean let's be no. real the, the person leo is really dating is kate winslet like at, at 50 yeah, they'll like just marry they, each other yeah, they just need to admit that already. It yeah. it bothers me when their PR interferes. Kind of, um, who, who's the actor like the couple that we think is a true couple? Oh, and Elizabeth Olsen, Chris Evans. Oh yeah, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah. So yeah, we we know that's for you. Like her husband is fake. <laughs> no, but th- that would be the greatest like, um, secret relationship. That there would be books if Leo and Kate Winslet. Uh, got together at like 50 or something that's that's one I for mean, the books i can imagine all the magazine covers already i think that would so break that's the magazine anyway like, we keep going off topic oh yeah <laughs> so, so we talked for, a little yeah, bit so for about Sharon and Kenyon, like, because all of them have immortality like most of them so it's usually yeah. um, you know one of the other partner who's kind of is either human or you know some other being but yeah, so basically, because they are immortal, it makes sense that they, they accumulate so much wealth. Yeah. So I love that. And, you know, because also most of these tragic heroes, they were like the generals or the princes of the past. So they're used to luxury. Yeah. And I and I really enjoy that. Yeah. Um, but, but it's, I think, the only 
a problem that I would have with Sherilyn is that my hand hurts <laughs> for yeah. some of her stories. So yeah, I have this, yeah. like, we have this tendency. I don't know, if, like, if everyone faces this or has this, wherein if it's so tragic or painful or emotionally wrought, your hand starts cramping up. Like, does Mine anyone else does. have that? It, it, I'm like, ah, it hurts. I read somewhere that um, this is like a spiritualist thing, but your hand is like an extension of your heart. And so when you're experiencing emotional pain, it manifests first in your hand. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's why with heart attacks, like your <laughs> left arm goes Left down. arm, right? Like it's, yeah. you know, it's all connected. So yeah, I think but with emotional for me, pain, it's with your When hands. I'm reading, it, it's I feel like all my hands are cramping up and my chest, like it's like a massive heartburn. Mm. And it's really funny because like, like my husband would just see me like are you crying yeah although you do cry easily yeah i cry i cry easily and and it's kind of hard to believe with this kind of bitch face but it's like like this you know any any small backstory and even if it's not even like a great um like the writing style isn't great i still tear up like if i just feel the emotion you know to be honest like i don't cry from like love stories like i don't cry from romantic angst i cry from family angst that always gets me no i think it's also because comic i was reading this batman comic and i fucking cried because there was but i think it's also no it's also because he loves the the love angst like he enjoys yeah. the torture so that's why he won't cry that's how the men because what is love if not suffering yeah like, if not, no, yeah like, you can just tell like all these all the girls he's dated before no <laughs> because him. it's it, it's boring if you guys are just happy all the time like you need a little bit of a boom you know <laughs> like oh <laughs> yeah so pain and yeah i think that's that, why like, yeah i think sheldon is probably the only consistent author that we yeah. agree on like in yeah. terms of the taste in books because yes. we love the guardian as well like that, oh my god i, I can't really Whoa. decide which one's my favorite seize the night or guardian but oh like, seize the night I, is my favorite but like the guardian i read is, both yeah the I guardian think, is I think good in a is, different way like the reason why the-, the Guardian would just be the close second is because um, it's too short. So it was written as like a novella style. So I feel like, oh, I'm it missing wasn't written, that. It wasn't written as a novella, but it was a lot more self-contained than everything else. Um, no, but it but was I d- way shorter. It was it, way shorter. No, it was way it. shorter. But like, it's because the plot wasn't connected to a lot of other characters. But I did love the yeah, crossover was, of the Guardian yeah, yeah, I loved and the Seize the Night. Because I think she realized these are the this is, these characters are the best, so yeah. I need to do a crossover, and she did. And I wait, which it. book was that again? No, it was a it was on her website. So yeah, it was the um, additional story. I yes. really love that. So uh, in the guard, okay, in the Guardian, uh, she posted an epilogue on her website where um, yeah. one of where the heroine of that book meets Tabitha, who is yeah. pregnant. At that yeah, it is so cute. And, I, love and that. I was just like, "Wow, Sherilyn!" And even like, <laughs> like, I was so yeah, happy. It's like she was reading our comments inside her head because mm. we were dying to have more. You know, mm-hmm. we wanted to see that family life with yeah. Tabitha and Valerius, oh, yeah. and then with Lydia. I mean, it was just so sweet, like how it was done, mm-hmm. and and it stayed true to character. So this is so true. another thing that um, you know authors do forget what their previous character was like. Mm. Uh, actually, um, Nora Roberts had that issue with um, like a series that she did, and it was it was a trilogy, but it followed um, three different characters, like at least the heroines. I mean, um, and she kind of forgot some main plot points like she kept changing the ages and then um i think like the the personality was a bit different she she has written 200 
plus yeah. books, by the way. I just want to, I just want to note that down while you shit on her life. Yeah, yeah, like, Nora, I still yeah. love you. Like, no, I, just, I just want to be real. Do, I just do not show be real. That I'm objective. Madam, do not be real. You're not allowed to be real to her. After two okay, hundred gonna... books, she can make as many. Actually, yeah, she can have. A, she could have written like completely new characters. Like she can forget. And yeah. she would have. You, you have no, to I accept just... it. Okay, I feel like it. I would just do so well as her assistant. Like I would know all the characters. No, <laughs> I'd have I, bullet points. Like I would have a like Claire Dane's mind map. Like those psychopathic yeah. home. Uh, what is Homeland. that show called? Homeland. Homeland? Yeah, um, Homeland board of I Nora think, Roberts. <laughs> I think the problem is that you would you would just be too busy reading. You would forget to remind her about publicity events because you would be reading her dailies. <laughs> no, 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 no. I think that would be the issue. I think it would be that I'd be like, she has no time for you. And I'd be the one asking her to sign all my books. Mm. So that would be Priorities. that would be the main issue. Yeah. Because oh I and you could resell it for a higher price. Yes, obviously. Like, yeah. What else? Like, why do you think you know I still read it on my iPad? I'm mm. so I'm Oh my sell god, can you make her sign the iPad? <laughs> okay, yeah, sure. Like that's that's how I'm gonna kind of you know just go all out on my iPad with all those signatures from authors. That would be a that great would be cons- cool. Holy yeah, that would be shit. cool. If but... you never want to resell, yeah, that cool. no, that would be cool yeah. if I didn't pay for any of my products. <laughs> mm. Like my heart kept take destroying something. I mean, it's not destroying, but it's just the pristine condition, and I then mean, you have writing. I mean, what you can do is you can get like a transparent case for the iPad Pro, and then yeah, I could that do that. The, and then and like yeah, imagine, imagine going to the book convention. Imagine the authors be like, "Really, just the cover? I want to sign on the iPad." What fucking <laughs> prick? <laughs> I, I feel like that's you if you're that, if that you're that me. famous author you'd be like i'm sorry i'm not signing this unless you remove I, it i want to sign i want to sign your louis vuitton purse i want to <laughs> fucking sign your birkin bag or else actually, i won't sign at louis all. Vuitton, that's how you pronounce it i I'll, i feel like yeah. you should have known that with your french class yeah give me that birkin bag i'm gonna sign it <laughs> <laughs> the hermes <laughs> no but uh i want to hear what you think about tabitha because we've talked a okay. little bit about how valerius is the vampiric yeah. mr darcy but let's yeah. hear about tabitha. so tabitha is the quintessential badass who's also like she's a free spirit and i usually hate free spirits because they're always done in a flighty way wherein they're you know they're they're shallow or just it's like, mm. oh, she's so cute. Like, let's just help her out. But that's yeah. not really how she is. And I mean, unless you go through Amanda's perspective, like she thinks she's all perfect. Like, that's literally why I hate her so much. Like, I probably spend more time describing Amanda because Tabitha is just perfect in my eyes. There's not exactly but, at that point is there's not much to say. Yeah, right? but but Tabitha is definitely like she's so generous. And she's oh, that's an important um, thought point. She's an empath. So um, it's sad that Amanda has more powers because uh, like ever since she met Kirian and it unlocked her powers with Asheron as well. Asheron helps her out. Like I, I hate that Asheron really loves the, the two of them, but I feel like, you know, Tabitha is way more perfect and Valerius together. Like they're, they're really cute. But to be fair, but- Asheron did hook them up. So at the end of the day yeah yeah true like they like asheron was the one who said no you can trust her which is really sweet mm. um because you know <laughs> valerius reacted as if like this crazy woman stabbed me and there's a cuckoo clock like that is yeah, like, cuckoo clock. <laughs> and there's like a, a transvestite in the room and, and then here you know asheron was like you general don't be uptight like <laughs> i mean i just pictured like this real ass roman historical like yeah. person just put inside like this time machine and then he, he ends up in 21st century new orleans <laughs> like, of all the places is, yeah up. like that is uh wild yeah so yeah so he it was just so funny how he reacted and um tabitha was just 
so she the concept is she's an empath so she really saw through valerius's act because he he really put on this cold exterior mm. just because to get through life because literally everyone would spit at him or like you know throw a dirty bucket of water at him and just you know ruin his day like that was his daily life yeah. um he would get whereas, struck by lightning too like, yeah I mean, I think his, that's yeah a, that's that's another backstory that's yeah. um his half brother <laughs> like it's just, just like wow you your family like this is a time when you hope you could choose your family keeping because, up with the roman kardashians yeah it's, it's really tragic um and then so was that with that like tabitha was really just so sympathetic and she was objective considering that she really loves her sister and um you know normally like you just wouldn't entertain it because that's what happened with her other sisters like they hated valerius on site but with tabitha she just faced reality like you you didn't do anything wrong and you know she put things in perspective for him like she she used the example like my uncle was a loan shark but that doesn't mean like our entire family are assholes so mm-hmm. why why should we hold it against you and yeah. i really love that about her and she was just you know she was she was doing like she knew herself enough like she wasn't apologetic about who she was mm-hmm. yeah and i think with um amanda's book like her perspective like they really made her seem like she was crazy and you know stupid but mm-hmm. then you saw her side and it was just like everyone around her who accepted her for who she is like really loved her mm-hmm. because she just didn't fall into the the mold that Amanda desperately wanted like she wanted to marry um like she wanted like she had the a five-year townhouse plan. with the 2.5 accountants and the dog yeah, with the yeah and it had to be an accountant like if <laughs> she was desperately looking for that accountant and that was her their entire um angst that she had with kirian like, i was just like say this I mean, is so ridiculous i i think it's worth noting as well that like so um amanda has as you mentioned like a lot of powers but so however tabitha's empathic ability makes her like a beacon for the demons because that's like great yeah. food for them oh yeah and that's so another thing. she was she was actually attacked by demons even before the she met a dark hunter so she started hunting um these demons or vampires and yeah everyone thought she was crazy but it's like and but she literally has a scar on her cheek from it and and yeah. i just find it so awesome that she took this traumatic event where and then no where no one was believing her Yeah, and then exactly. she she still stuck by her guns, learned martial arts, and then went out at night, even though she's a regular human whose only ability yeah. is to feel emotions more strongly, um, and try to prevent that from happening to other people. So I think that's yeah. really what like, I think that's one of the best parts about her character, uh, yeah, because it wasn't, uh. It was like she made the best out of a terrible situation, yeah. and I think that's something and, very relatable for people. Yeah, I mean, she took it all in stride, and you know, she kind of embraced that craziness that people dubbed her with. Like they they were mocking her, like calling her a vampire slayer, and she literally embraced that vibe. Yeah. And because like, why fight it? Like, I know what's real. I know this is the world, and you know, might as well just go out enjoying that. Yeah. And then um, also, like, it's interesting because, you know, even with her hatred for demons, like, of course, she gets, like, she's the type who explodes all the time. Like, she's not rational sometimes. Like, she gets angry. But the, the way that Valerius, like, balance her out, balances her out, I thought that was, like, a great, great concept because he's used to so much restraint. And you know they they really have that. Um, they bring out the best in each other because he calms him down, and then she like loosens up his, you know, uptight. No, 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 no. He he. She loosens up his, um, Salvatore Ferragamo or you know whatever belt he has on. Yeah. <laughs> so she she helps him out in that way, and I think that that's 
Like that's why I really love the book. And you know, there's really not much to say except that you have to read it. Like, well, you, you can actually just stop listening to us. <laughs> just read it. it right you now. just have to read it. Okay, so yeah, uh, I think we we we've said enough about the book, but I think I want to talk a little bit about the series as a whole and Cheryl and Kenyon and why I mm. stopped reading the Dark Hunter books. So mm. I think yeah. so when you start out the Dark Hunter series, it's fantastic. Wait, I'm sorry, but before that, like I just want to say he wants to end it in a bad note for Cheryl. No, 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 no. But what I mean is like it's fantastic. However, when you write more than 20 books in a series, you kind of run out of things to do. How many world-ending plots can you create? It's the same reason why in, in superhero comics, they restart the universe every like 10 years or something because yeah. there's just too much. Like, and there's, they've already done so much and the characters have developed so much or they have died or whatever. They just have to restart. Um, and I think... I think Sherilyn Kenyon reached that point at around book 24, um, where I began to see, I began to notice that the characterizations became a bit more lazy uh, yeah. with each passing book. It's because after she passed the core members of the Dark Hunter, after they all got their happily ever afters, there was kind of no point anymore, you know? Yeah. Um, and so I think when Asheron, so we've been mentioning this name a lot, Asheron is basically the king of the Dark Hunters. He's the strongest one. He was the first one, really. Um, and he has the most traumatic past. But after yeah. he found love, it was kind of like that would have been the perfect end. Yeah, and, I thought so as well. But then they also did his brothers, right? Yeah, he they did his brother. But again, like, it, yeah, it, even, it felt more like of the same. I think yeah I feel like what happened was yeah with Asheron I think that was a great way to end it and at the same time with um like just what she did with the guardian like she could have just gone with a different species because that's what um the guardian well, she had did. well she did because she started doing uh books about dragon no shifters. I know I know she did but I mean like she should have just stopped oh, with yeah completely with the dark hunter because she shifted but it was more of like to you know it's a writer thing wherein you kind of have writer's block for a certain um certain series so you go with another but the thing is sometimes you gotta refuse that the the publisher you know just yeah. say like i'm gonna write something else but it's unfortunate because even her other series um i didn't enjoy for um not it wasn't even the dragon one that i started with it was like a crow kind of series i can't remember what it was called i haven't even heard of that one yeah so i yeah so it was i i'm i can't even remember recall like what the premise was about but i know that i didn't enjoy it and you know i was pretty surprised that she wrote it because what we talked about information dump like the the traps she just that started fall, doing it she did it so it was yeah it was I, it yeah. made me think of like is there a ghost writer and yeah well like the reason why i mentioned it it's not so i so that we end on a bad note it's just so that <laughs> i i think if you if after hearing this you're like i want to read Sherlock Sher Lincoln or i want to read all the dark hunter series the reason yeah. why i mentioned this is because i want you to end on the best note so i yeah, think if you read the entire dark hunter series until the book about Asheron, then it will go down as the greatest paranormal romance series. Yeah. But I think mm. even then, like you can skip some of the books. You can skip some of the books. The series, I, I recommend like some... skipping the yeah. shifter books in the dark, like the, because yeah. within the dark, uh, within the first 16 or 17 books, there are like three or four shifter books. You know, yeah, I think that's very good Bane. with shifters. With Vane. Yeah. And what's it? Fang? Fang. Yeah. Yeah. Fang. Yeah. Because she doesn't. Yeah. She doesn't. Um, she doesn't go full out with the animal thing. Because that's, you know, some that really do it well is um, Shelley Lawrence, then. Like, she knows shapeshifters. Really Nalini, well. Nalini Singh. Yeah. Of course. That's, yeah. that's another one. Um, uh, but yeah. Her, yeah. Yeah. There, basically, there are some writers who 
understand like shape shifting. Yeah, like there blocks. are just some strengths. So for her, her strength yeah. was really the new concept of the vampire, and I think historical. <laughs> like she really enjoys the legends. Yes. You know, with all the myths. Can you say myths? Hmm? <laughs> Mythical stories. <laughs> no, no, no. Myths. Myth, mythical tales? Fairy tales. Um, legendary tales. sorcery. Uh, legendary. <laughs> like you're going to say everything except myths. Fictional when, tales. Folk, when is your thesis? <laughs> My extended essay. Yeah. yeah so, but, um, or dissertation. Yeah. Uh, so, but I think, I think, yeah, yeah I, I think, think Sherlock Canyon. End at that yeah. So, basically, kind of... our advice is to just, um, you can read everything until Asheron, but we do recommend mm-hmm. you skip the shifter books. And yeah, we and skip recommend Amanda. Amanda. And, you know, if if you have skip the it. same taste as us so far, then yeah. definitely skip that. You you really won't enjoy that. Yeah. Um, and then there's there were two others. I just can't remember their names you, anymore. You I, I I know which ones you're talking yeah, about. You didn't yeah, like you didn't like um uh you didn't like the one with uh Jesse. I think. I think was yeah. Like, okay. The cowboy. He was the yes. cowboy. You didn't he like did that, that one. I was fine with that. I like cowboys. I don't think you like Zarek's book either. Yes. I, I just found him so whiny. Like, you know, if he was tortured more... and crippled. No, not even about that. But even when he got his happily ever after, like, that's what he I'm talking about. He was still an angry person. Like, well, I that's, mean, that's I related I, to the anger. Like, that's I would still what I loved be an angry about. Person. No, but that's what I love. No, but he wasn't just like angry. He was just annoying for mm. me. So Well he well in know. the ending of Seize the Night, Zarek was Yeah, I really he redeemed himself. But I really love his wife though. Like she yeah. she really acts as if she's gonna judge because that's it, you know, she Yeah. Basically, like she's she's a goddess, is yeah. isn't she? And yeah. T- technically, yeah, and he became a god as well. But yeah. like yeah, so th- you didn't like a couple of books if I remember. Uh, for me, I just didn't like the shifter books. I was fine with everything else. But- yeah, and and I think what was different was you knew you have this talent to know yeah. which books to skip. Because I, I really didn't, do. I I follow through the series, so I made that mistake. Now I don't do that anymore. But um, yeah, it helps to read the reviews. Uh, on good reads that's the thing i don't even read the synopsis i don't even read the reviews yeah but that's your power i don't yeah. have that i need to yeah. read the reviews for me to understand like so for me to identify which which books would suit me so i usually yeah. have like a set of reviewers that i follow mm-hmm. or kind of trust and then if you know, you know w- when when i did when i go against my power and i read something because it's super popular yeah. and like everyone talks to me about it i read it. it so like yeah. folk of the air that trilogy Jesus Christ. I read the entire three books in two days while I was uh, going through a blizzard, right? And it was just, I was like, this is famous? Yeah, and also there was <laughs> another one that you told me that I shouldn't read. Cruel Prince thing. That, that's that, Spoke of the Air. Yeah, oh, that's, that's the one? Yeah. So that's the one you were telling me. Because I've I've had that in my to-be-read list for so long because the reviews No, the so covers good. are great. I have to say the covers. Yeah, the covers are, are fantastic. Yeah. I, I That was one of the main reasons I got it because I wanted to see it on my iPad. Yeah, same. <laughs> so I'm guilty of that. Ooh. Sometimes I don't even read the book. I just download it for the covers. Yeah. Uh, oh, because that's, that's a problem. Like a lot of the books that I love have the worst covers. But then the yeah the ones that I really would hate, they have they're just the beautiful ones. So I guess sometimes it's true what they say: don't judge a book by its cover. It's always true, but we're always gonna do it. No, no, no. We still no. Sometimes the book is really great, even with the cover. No, but so, we still shouldn't judge it. Like it's always no, true that we we have judge. to. No, no, but no. We're gonna. We're, we're gonna. We have to. A, no, but that's like in terms of marketing, it makes sense. Like. Yeah, like that's the way it is. If you, it's actually my dream job to be, yeah, to just be a part of that publishing world. But on that end, like I'm gonna teach you what covers to do. Because like we we've discussed this, like how I think I feel like a lot of people, um, not just men but also women, would be more inclined to buy these romance books if they didn't have like a naked man cover. 
you know. Yeah, he, so he what he used to do was he yeah. would ask me to buy and buy it at the bookstore. No, one of the most and... humiliating moments of my life, and I, I am not even joking. Yeah, I was the... twelve years old. I picked up. Um, uh, was it Cressley my... Cole? No, no, no. I picked up Dark Lover by J.R. Oh Ward. yeah, J.R. Ward. And, and so that's I a really it... dark. Yeah. And yeah, quite so manly book. It was a manly book, actually. <laughs> I put it on the back. Like, I put the yeah. cover he, on the front. He, so you can see was the very, back, like, was He fine. was very careful with his placing. And then, and then I went to the cashier. So I was with my dad. I'm 12 years old. I don't have my own money. And I, I put it on the, on the counter. And then, the key, yeah. by the way, the, the code, the fucking barcode, is yeah. right there on the back as well. I don't know. It, it doesn't know matter. That. And then the, the Austrian cashier flipped it over just to see what it was just no not even that she was racing it like yeah. is this what you're yeah, gonna yeah. buy <laughs> and i was like yeah yeah, yeah yes and 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 then she flipped it back and i i i, I don't I, to this day my father and i have never discussed it and we never will yeah they uh, wouldn't look look each other in the eye. i was and i and i couldn't even explain it i was like and, yeah. and thank god my sister they read ha- it. it's a brotherhood like it's a brotherhood they have knives so what There's ended up happening was i yeah i had to say it was mine because otherwise the relationship would be completely severed to this day <laughs> yeah but now now that i'm in my 20s i can read whatever i want and it's chill like this is literally like this is a girl's comic book right here and i'm chill with reading it because they you yeah. know it's pretty good i also plus i got a huge discount i got i got the entire series 20 volumes by the way uh for like uh we're becoming 15, a retail 15, store 15 bucks you know 15 bucks so it's it's a pretty great um the only yeah, problem he just is wants to show off that he knows kanji i mean who can't read japanese you know but <laughs> anyways um i'm kidding i can't uh but yeah so she's the night Shirley Kenyon classic yeah. classic book uh but our for our next episode we will be discussing my i even named this in my top five books but my favorite paranormal romance book of all time Luther, Luther. presley cole <laughs> no that book wow honestly, your, your voice just got so deep <laughs> honestly it is there's not a single. No, you part should have worn sunglasses and then look there. Look there, but but there's nothing I would change about that book. Absolutely nothing. Everything. Yeah, murder aside. No, okay. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. We'll, we'll not do this. I'm here. sorry. Like, let's save I'm this. Sorry, no, no, no. That, no, no, Don't no, stop no, reacting no. now. No, no, no. I I just need to say this before we end it. I'm sorry that you love Amanda and Kirian. Oh, wow. So, uh, wow, so anyways, we're going that please, yeah, please we're follow, going that direction. Uh, please follow us on <laughs> on Instagram and our new TikTok. We are at Booklinks Podcast. If you would like to contact us directly about some offers, please email us at booklings. Oh, wait, uh, at booklingspodcast at gmail.com. You can also check us out on Spotify. Uh, Apple Podcasts, and of course, YouTube. Please like and subscribe, follow, you know, do all the stuff. And remember, you can pick sides in this war. And my side is the winning side. I have the best taste in books, and that's fine. I have the most diverse taste in books as well. And that's also fine. So please uh, Yes, and you can also just, you know, appease his poor ego because he's suffered enough. Many people have already agreed with me, but yeah, let's just pretend that he has no, some, no one has you know. With you. Everyone <laughs> sides with sure. me. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, this is actually a true story. So I was headed to uh, a basketball game the other day, and uh, one of the players from my team, he, he uh, gets into the car and he says, yo, I, I listened to your podcast. I, I agree with you about the book, man. <laughs> yeah so i'm gonna go with that um opinion from a basketball dude (laughs) you know i am a man Um, of the people i'm sorry that i don't hurt people based on their occupation or how dare he how dare he yeah (laughs) did you sell him some vitamins while you were at it yeah some supplements you know um but 
Yeah, it, I, I think um, this is a really fun episode to do. Uh, yeah. So, so our next, our next podcast is of course finally about Cresticle. Um, love but, Cresticle. I. Love but I think we should always end like what we're reading next. So yeah. I'm reading. I'm continuing on the Stormfront series, so that. Um. But yeah, I, I usually take gaps from. I'm in a mystery mood because look at the view. So yeah. <laughs> I'm in a beach read book mood. So I'm not I'm not really sure what I'll be reading next, but Stormfront was the one I was actually um, currently reading. But before you know, GN forms the opinion that I just read um, ravished by Amanda Quick. <laughs> you know, I just read those types of book. No, sometimes I put some some murders <laughs> into my a sprinkle, a just sprinkle. a sprinkle of crime. Uh, for me, what's on yours? I will be finishing. Helen Hong's The Heart Principle. And after that, I will be reading The Day of Infamy by Walter Lord. So that one is about uh, Pearl Harbor. And yeah, I've... so he's just pretending. No, so it, I, the only reason I'm reading it is because I was reading Band of Brothers. And one of, this, one of the reviewers mentioned that The Day of Infamy has a much better writing style. And so I'm kind of curious. Uh, I want to check that out. Yeah. Um, okay, so yeah, so that's it. Yeah, uh, please remember to like and follow us, and don't hate us too much. Uh, people so, named Kyrian, <laughs> to the people named Kyrian, this isn't for you. You don't gotta dislike yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, but Tabitha, wherever we are, we love you. Tabitha, people named Tabitha and Valerius. Yeah, so one of my you're, roommates is, is actually named Tabitha. Oh, oh my God, you're right. Yes. 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 Oh. I knew a girl named Valerie. Just yeah, no, that's, that's not the same. No, not the same. Don't try to relate to Sherilyn. Sherilyn. We have this one. I, it's, I love that Sherilyn's name is very similar to our mother's name. That's very Yeah, funny. it's literally Cheryl it's, just with a gap. Oh my God. If, if, that's, if that's mom's pseudonym, I would lose my yeah, mind. Yeah, imagine like this whole time she wouldn't give us the, you know, advanced yeah. copies. No, no, no. I, and this entire time, we could have told her to stop at Asheron. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but she wouldn't have ever written in Amanda. There is no she way. Maybe okay, her, so we, maybe, I think maybe her we, sister. Maybe her sister. I think would. I think we should change this title to from Seize the Night to just shitting on Amanda. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, Amanda. <laughs> okay, that's it. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.